You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go. Monday edition. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. Best and worst of the weekend, your opportunity to be part of the festivities. Dial us up. Operator, Tyler, standing by. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address is dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that coming up. Say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner. You can download that app. You can watch this show for free. We could never charge you for this content. And our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and we're approaching nearly 400 cities around America, including Central Oregon's new sports radio station, 96.9, The Ticket. Let's go. That's in Bend, Oregon. Let's go. And that, remember the GM is Keith Shipman? Yeah. Remember the shipper? Yeah, but Shipman still owes me money from 96. I know. Uh, Win one for the shipper, and that's what we're going to try to do. 96.9, The Ticket in Bend, Oregon. Yes, Todd. Because we bend over backwards no, for your sports. No, comfort. no, no. <laughs> we no. bend. We don't break. No, no, no definitely not. Definitely no, no. <laughs> we're two minutes in. I know, we're and two, we're already rolling. Two minutes. We bend over backwards no, for your sports no. coverage. Okay, might as well get the uh, Coach K limerick out of the way. You sure? Yeah, let's let's just get it out of the way, and then we'll, we'll see. Now this feels too early for me. Yeah, I, I like the Bend Oregon thing. Yeah, the Bend Oregon thing was fun. A limerick three minutes into the week. <laughs> well, I, is... I just, I'm, I'm coupling that with the. Do you want Todd just to get the limerick out of the way? Or you... I can't build it up. I'd like him to get the limerick out. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you a smoker? <laughs> Can I do it in Coach K voice? Even though your impersonation is better. Yeah. Okay, you ready? You ready? That's not funny. Stop it. All right, quiet down. All right, <laughs> here's uh, Fritzy's limerick about Coach K losing again to North Carolina. Now Carolina, that wasn't very nice. Leaving Coach K scratching his head as if lice ruined his swan song at Cameron Indoor. Now at New Orleans Final Four, do you have to KOK twice? All right, and that's it. That's how it's done. It's all over. We just move Pull the on. Pull band-aid off three and a half yeah. minutes in. I didn't understand the Nike ad, you can't spell championship without a K. And I went, uh, you can. Can't spell Nike without a K, but I wasn't quite sure what they were coming up with. Actually, there. you can't spell championship with a K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think of North Carolina's website with the score putting farewell with a little little shot there? Well, I... a little shot there. Oh, what are we doing? Not even just now, four minutes in. We're four minutes in. You've displayed the whole arsenal for Bend, Oregon. This is it. This is all we got. Thanks for signing on, Bend. We bend over backward for your sports coverage. No, no, no. 24 7. No, no, no. Hey, Eugene. No. Tired of your sports coverage? No. Turn on Bend. No, 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 no. We've got Dan Patrick. No, no. Stop. And Oregon State Beavers. Stop. <laughs> Ducks to be you. I think it, it, it would be. Eugene would not have the Beavers. Oh, no. No, yeah. have ben the, has God. the Beavers, though. I think they have Corvallis. the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks, Blazers, and Beavers, I think, are on uh, the new station in Bend. Because they bend over backwards no, for your stop. sports coverage. Stop. I can't start my week. I can end my week this way. I can't start. Way, my week. way too. Sorry. I apologize. I apologize to the listeners, viewers, and especially you.
Real credit card questions require real people, somebody who understands your issues, Todd, works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, we'll have a poll question. We have our play of the day. We have our stat of the day as well. Our stats of the day are brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. A lot of basketball over the weekend. We got basketball coming up tonight. And when you think of North Carolina, you think of a college powerhouse. But the Heels don't feel or didn't feel like a powerhouse in this tournament. They should now. The uh, school has won six national titles. Try to make it seven going against Kansas tonight. But a win tonight would match the 85 Villanova Wildcats as the lowest seed to ever win the tournament. Tar Heels are an eighth seed. But with the team's recent play, it's easy to forget that. A North Carolina win would also make Hubert Davis the first coach to win a title in his first season. And the Heels have to get through a Kansas team. This isn't a traditional Bill Self-Kansas team. Don't have much depth. Don't have star power there. And it's one of those, oh, by the way, here's Kansas again. North Carolina, string one more together. And this would be one of the more impressive tournament runs in history, Kansas is a slight favorite tonight, but what we saw with North Carolina, and I go back to when they beat Duke at Cameron Indoor, Coach K's last game, and it seemed like, and people got caught up in, oh, Coach K lost his last game at home to North Carolina, not really looking at Carolina going, Carolina look really good. That seemed to empower kickstart North Carolina. Now, they didn't win the ACC tournament, but I just kept my eye on them, and I thought, maybe that's the bigger story. Carolina goes into Cameron and nearly scores 100 points against Coach K and Duke. Now, we did see Duke, they lost in the ACC tournament as well. I think they lost to Virginia Tech, but they got into the tournament. They seem to really understand the moment here, what they were trying to pull off, and that is win a national title for Coach K. Didn't happen. This is how it sounded Saturday as North Carolina closes out Duke. Inbound comes to Keels. Keels will motor up the floor with six seconds. He'll launch a three at the top of the key. It's no good. Rebound secured by R.J. Davis. Davis will dribble it out. And the Heels kick their rivals to the curb on their way to their 12th national title game. And in the process, in the career, Mike All right. That was good. Uh, Carolina hit the big shots when they needed to. It felt like Duke was exchanging twos for Carolina's threes, and it caught up to them. Thought it was officiated well. Would I have liked to have seen Duke go over and shake the hands of the Carolina players? It felt like, hey, they're celebrating. Let them celebrate. We'll walk off the floor. Coach K, I know... Stayed on. I think there was one other Duke player who did. It just felt like social media went crazy. Because whether you were rooting for Carolina, it felt like there were a lot of people just rooting against Duke. People enjoyed this loss. And I go back to the embryonic stages of when ESPN fell in love with Duke and Dick Vitale fell in love with Duke. You know, you had Danny Ferry. And then you had Jay Billis was there. Mark Allery was there. Johnny Dawkins. Tommy Amaker. Then you had Leitner. Bobby Hurley. J.J. Redick. Trajan Langdon. 
Allah Abdul Nab, you know, all of these names, they became household names because every game was on TV, on ESPN. And ESPN put their big arms around Duke and embraced them. For 30 years, embraced Duke. So when there's this aversion to Coach K or Duke or they got white guys there, people had this outpouring of, you're rooting against Duke. Even if you're not rooting for Carolina, you're rooting against Duke. And I don't know if you dislike them or is it the coverage that you didn't like? Because I can blame the coverage. You might say, Christian Leitner, the way he played, bothered me. Okay, that's back in the early 90s. And by the way, that's one of the top five college players of all time. That's one of the big-time performers in the history of college basketball is Christian Leitner. Coach K, all right, uh, his players stayed, got an education, then he went with the one-and-done. He's still the best college basketball coach of all time because he was able to do it if it was you were had to stay or you were going to stay or you were one and done. And and you know, trying to compare John Wooden and Coach K, it's different. Uh, but I think Coach K had to adapt more to a changing basketball landscape than John Wooden did. Uh, so he bows out, it's a loss, but this outpouring of vitriol was Pretty interesting. You know, you, you sprinkle in a couple of guys. Grayson Allen bothered people. There was always one or two. Who was the uh, Duke player who transferred to Syracuse? Greg Paulus. Yeah, Paulus was there like seven years. Underrated unlikability. Yeah. <laughs> you just had these players, but they were on TV. You know, it became almost like network TV would have friends on. Well, you knew friends and knew the characters. We knew Duke. Because Duke was always on if you were watching the mothership. And ESPN did not back away from that. Everything about it. And Dickie V would be there. It, it felt like a, a partnership. And I guess the only comparison I can make is probably not a sports team, but a band. U2. Because U2 was really popular. And they were in the 80s as well, 90s. And then remember when they emailed you their album? That was their deal with Apple, I think, or they sent it to you. It came like pre-installed in iPods okay. and, and your iPhone and things like that. So I think people are like, I didn't ask for this, but you got it. And then it felt like people turned on you too, even though that's one of the great rock bands uh, in history. Duke, it just felt like Duke was forced down our throat. Like, uh, who's, uh, who's playing tonight? It's Duke against Virginia Tech. Really, it's just Duke playing. You know, then you had Zion Williamson. They became must-see TV. If you have 31 games on national TV, it was must-see TV. And then you started to tune in, you know, when you had the moment with Leitner where he steps on Timberlake's chest in the Kentucky game, the game that Leitner hits the shot where they move on to the finals. Uh, UNLV blows them out, and then you have the rematch, and then Duke comes back and beats them. Like, it just felt like, and, you know, I was at ESPN for 18 years, and did we overdo it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Guilty as charged. It's like Yankees are playing the Red Sox. Late 90s, Yankees, Red Sox, early 2000s, going to show it. It got so bad that you would then get ready for the next Yankees-Red Sox series 
after that series was over, like, well, when are they going to play again? They're going to play in uh, 14 days. Wait, we got to start previewing that. Duke, North Carolina, when are they going to play again? I don't know. Another six months or six weeks. All right, we got to start previewing that. I get it. But through it all, to be able to watch somebody for 42 years at the same place, that's remarkable. And we have other, you know, you have Tom Izzo at Michigan State. You got Jim Boeheim. Uh Roy Williams was at Kansas and North Carolina. But, you know, you just don't have these coaches anymore because they're in the transfer portal all the time, uh, wanting to stay, wanting to be part of the community, wanting to be part of the university, and doing a lot of great things. And I've been fortunate to call Coach K a friend. And Jim Beheim and Tom Izzo, friends. Uh, and I'll miss, I'll miss that presence on the sidelines. And, you know, the, the hatred of Duke is probably not going to intensify with John Shire as their head coach. Just not going to happen. But a remarkable, remarkable run. And uh, Carolina did everything that you would want. They came up big. They hit big shots. Caleb Love was wonderful. Man. That's where you just go, who's going to take this shot? Oh, he took the shot. He hit the shot. It felt like they had an answer. And uh, Duke hitting twos, not threes. Yeah, Paul. A couple of things that stand out from the North Carolina side. Roy Williams, to be able to watch that game without the pressure of coaching, he I've never seen anyone look like he's had that good of a time. <laughs> After the game, his arms were in the air. Yep. And then on also on social media, people had Duke – like uh, anti-Duke t-shirts ready to go, and they, like, let them go. The first one that was funny was uh, Coach KO'd. You know, that was pretty funny. That was cute. But the one that made me laugh was 401K, like retirement and a picture of Coach K. That made me laugh aloud. 401K. That's not funny. (laughs) Stop that. I contribute uh, 10% a year. Go ahead. I don't appreciate that. Now stop it. Everybody stop for a second. This is off the script. I have to get a couple things off my mind. That was unacceptable today. Yeah, that's not how the not how my career was supposed to end. Unacceptable. No. We got a poll question here. Yeah, we're gonna start uh, unusually snarky and mean mm. for uh, a Monday. Okay. What team do you love to watch lose most? Mm. <laughs> Duke basketball. Okay. Now I put the Dallas Cowboys in there because I personally love to watch them lose. All right. Should it be the Patriots? Ooh, not anymore. Okay, so we'll stick with the Cowboys. Yeah. Great. That's wonderful. Yeah. If Brady was still there, then yes. But so the options I have for you then are Duke basketball, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, the Los Angeles Lakers, or the New York Yankees. I got to play something that Anthony Davis said yesterday. I'm going to – we'll take a break. And I, uh, Anthony Davis had this to say after they were blown out by the Denver Nuggets, but uh, it, it, it pertains to nobody likes us. Oh, woe is us. Uh, We'll take a break here. We'll come back. Phone calls always welcome. Uh, Best and worst of the weekend. We'll talk to Jalen Rose, the uh, ESPN Mothership NBA analyst. He'll join us coming up next hour. Take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? 
I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch the live edition of The Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Some people have made the comparison. Notre Dame's deal with NBC is similar to Duke and ESPN. you got to win championships, though, because the dislike and the love affair with Notre Dame was rooted in them winning championships. They, com- they were at least competing for championships. Notre Dame is sort of on the periphery. They're on the outside looking in, it feels like, when it comes to dominance in college football. Duke was winning championships and that's where you got to be really good to be disliked that much you got to get to a point where you go that's why we dislike them dallas it just feels like the media loves dallas all else fails talk about the cowboys all else fails talk about lakers and lebron all else fails talk about duke yeah paul but a couple of years ago, more than a few years ago, when uh, Manti Teo and the whole team, Notre Dame, got in the national title game and Alabama smoked them, that brought back the anti-Notre Dame. People enjoyed that loss almost as much as the North Carolina victory on Saturday. And I think it's that we're better than you, that holier-than-thou feel. You know, Duke, we're better than you, we're smarter than you. Notre Dame, we're better than you, we're smarter than you. Private school, I get it, but... I think sometimes you miss out. A lot of times when you have a rivalry or you have no stake in a rivalry, you end up disliking somebody or a team and you don't realize what you're seeing in the moment. I was always a big John McEnroe fan. And I would see him lose to Bjorn Borg at Wimbledon. Well, I hated Bjorn Borg. In the moment, I should have really appreciated how great Bjorn Borg was. Instead, I was looking at John McEnroe losing to Bjorn Borg, or if he lost to Jimmy Connors. Sometimes you forget it's right there in front of you, and you have to begrudgingly say, wow, that team or that guy is really good. All right, who's going to be on the poll question? So you got Notre Dame, you got Dallas, you got... Right now we just had, uh, we were calling it the Notre Dame poll question, actually, uh, in honor of them. So it's brought to you by Notre Dame. Brought to you by Notre Dame. Which team do you love to watch lose most? Okay. Duke basketball, right. the Dallas Cowboys, Los Angeles Lakers, and, New York, and the New York Yankees. Hmm. We missing anybody in there? I don't think we have that same kind of feeling towards the Yankees because they haven't played in a World Series in a long time. But people love to do like the whole salary thing, like, oh, you spent $5 billion. What have you gotten for it? Nothing. Paulie loves to do that. I love to do it. Yes, you do. You know, the, the Dodgers have won a World Series, and they've been in the playoffs for, what, 10 years straight? But they haven't won enough World Series to make them dislikable on a national level. How about the Astros? Are they still in there? Did, did you see where Carlos Beltran, who was with the Yankees, then went the Astros, and uh, that's when the cheating started. Carlos Beltran is a Yankee broadcaster now. And over the weekend, he talked about, yeah, we cheated. The Astros cheated. Didn't get into great detail there, but here he is with the Yankees 
Five years later, <laughs> he lost out on a mar- managerial job, and now he's a Yankee broadcaster. Yes, uh, Todd. Maybe we've gone. We went a little too far, bringing the whole video room right next yes. to the home dugout. There. Yeah, yeah. But do I think he just had the idea or started thinking about that when he got to the Astros? Probably not. He did say that nobody in management ever said anything to them, but if they did, they would have stopped. Okay. That's what it took? Like you didn't have a conscience there? You're like, this is pretty good. I don't know how often they cheated. I don't know how, you know, other teams cheat. Red Sox cheated. You're looking for an edge. You're looking for an advantage. But if you're going to be wired up, nah, I think that's when we cross the, the line. But you're banging on the drums, banging on the you know garbage cans. If you're the opposition, I, I got to believe that, man, that we need to tell somebody about that. Or it seems like every time they bang on the garbage can, somebody hits a rope. <laughs> somebody hits a bomb. Wow, what a coincidence. They're, you know, the maintenance people are a little loud there in Houston. They make a little bit of noise, and I do too when I'm taking out the garbage. Yeah, Paul. Maybe one of the ballplayers is like, you know, it's weird that right after they hit a, a ground rule triple, there's, there's a drum. No, no, it's before. It's before. Yeah. Should there be a statute of limitations on apologizing for something? Five years later, he says, yeah, we did it. Uh, I'd like to hear the, uh, you know, Altuve and those guys really apologize. I don't care about Carlos Beltran. How about the guys who really benefited? Carlos Beltran's the only guy, uh, A.J. Hinch. I mean, those guys got, you know, uh, punished. The GM, players got immunity. So maybe one day we'll, we'll hear that. I'm sure that the, uh, the Yankees would like to hear that apology. And also the Dodgers would probably like to hear that apology. Anthony Davis feels like um, nobody likes the Lakers. Anthony Davis has come back, played in a couple of games. And uh, he had this to say about the Lakers. Now, there's no moral victories in this league, you know, especially with us. <laughs> the whole world want to see us lose, to be honest. So, um, but, I mean, my job is to be on the floor and help these guys win. Well, you haven't done a good job at that. But the whole world is not rooting against you, Anthony. You know who's rooting for you? Every TV exec. They want the Lakers to be on TV. They put you on TV against Denver. They want you to play. They want you to be in the playoffs. And you got as big a fan. They have the biggest fan base of anybody in the NBA. You got, you know, how many people in Los Angeles? How many people around the country, around the world who are Laker fans? Laker fans going back to Jerry West or going back to Magic, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq. Come on, there's a mini-series on the Lakers on HBO. I mean, come on. They're not rooting against you. You know, that you have people who don't like LeBron. That's it. It's like nobody's rooting against Anthony Davis. You're like, oh, Anthony Davis, I'd like to see you play. <laughs> I'm not daily, weekly. But you can't do the oh, woe is me. And, you know, moral victories here. There's no moral victory in getting blown out by Denver. By the way, the Joker, another unbelievable game. He had 38 and 18. How about somebody play some defense on uh, the Joker there? But I'm watching that game. It's, you know, you're just sort of, I expect the Lakers to lose. Been a long time. 
certainly with any of uh, LeBron's teams. They've lost six in a row, longest losing streak since 2017. But the TV executives, they want them in the playoffs. And you have more fans you know, that are Laker fans than any other fan base. They love that team. They'll always love that team. You're in Los Angeles. That's what you're seeing. People are flying the colors of the Lakers there. Yes, Marv. They're one of the few fan bases where whenever they come to town, it's probably going to be a 60-40. The Cowboys, I, did, I uh, went to go see the Cowboys-Giants, 60-40 in, at the Meadowlands. Yeah. So they're one of those teams where, like, nah, Anthony, relax. Go play. They travel. They travel well, and you're right. That uh, Pittsburgh travels well. The Packers travel. There, there's certain fan bases, but I don't think somebody's you know going. Oh, I I'm I'm happy that the Lakers are bad, or I hate LeBron. LeBron's having an unbelievable season. It's just you know they made a mistake. They made a mistake with the roster. The oldest team, one of the oldest teams in NBA history. They they tried something. It didn't work. LeBron. Now LeBron is all about, let me inch closer to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and that's it. That's about all we have to show for it. Yes, Eden. But they, there is sort of a point to what Anthony Davis is saying, although I don't necessarily agree with it. You have to be, you have to hit a certain level of success for people to either love you or hate you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sort of like, and it's just like, yeah, Coach K, there's, there's really no reason to hate him other than he's been so good this long. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I don't think that means... That everybody is against the Lakers. No, the whole world is definitely not against the Lakers. And they're not against Anthony Davis. Like they, I don't think anybody goes, how did Anthony Davis do? Oh, good, he <laughs> lost. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, that's not happening. No. I mean, Ben Simmons is going to face this when he plays, if he plays. If. If, if he, he plays. plays. Yeah. If. If he plays. James Harden might have this. You might have that with Kevin Durant. Nobody's doing this with Anthony Davis. Maybe when he was trying to get out of New Orleans, maybe they had a problem with him. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Paul. And the other thing is when you see him play, though, Anthony Davis, I know it's only two games back, but I think he had 28, 9, 8, 3 blocks, 2 steals. He does everything, yeah. which he can when healthy. Yes. And you're just like, oh, if we had that the past, if you're a Laker fan, the past three months, if you had that, you know, you, you're not going to be a one seed, but you're a six seed. You know what I hate? I hate that you're always injured. That's mm. what I hate. This isn't personal. It's just we, we want to see great players play. And had he been healthy, then maybe we're talking about a different scenario here with the Lakers. But you know, the whole world is not against the Lakers. Yes, he but do you, there was sort of the storyline that LeBron was eventually going to sort of pass the baton to Anthony Davis, yes. and now the Lakers are going to be his team. Yes. Do you feel like that's still in the cards? No. Because you could pass the baton, and he might not be able to get out of a wheelchair to get it. I mean, you know. <laughs> he trips out of the baton and rolls yeah. his ankle. Yeah. He's yeah. out four to six. Yeah. Two to four. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just, I can't. Does Anthony Davis have a nickname besides his initials? Street clothes. Yeah, street oh, clothes. Street clothes. That was Barkley, right? Well, didn't he? He was the brow. He's the brow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Street clothes is great. Though. Yeah, I know. Four to six. Also. <laughs> Four to six. Four to six. Four to six, six is tough. Four to six is pretty good nickname. All goes well. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Look at us hating. I, I know. Hating. We're rooting so against them. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm rooting for him to be healthy and play. That's it. Oh, boy. 
By the way, your Grizzlies won nine out of ten. Yeah, you're right. Grizz. Great. Yeah. You're Grizz. Yeah, I don't. You know, it's regular uh, season. You're so funny. You're like I a don't guy. Care. You know what you are? You're a guy who, when a band Ooh. is struggling, you watch them, and as soon as they get popular, yeah. you bail. The Grizzlies are now popular. People are watching them. Two years ago, you loved watching. I know, but everybody then said, "Hey, how about Jal Morant?" Or you know, you're watching the Hornets. And like, <laughs> you know, I I knew Lamelo Ball was going to be a player, and I go, "Okay." All right. So you're busy watching the Magic still. I know I am. Uh, Franz Franz Wagner, I've been watching him. I think he's putting up 15 points a night. Franz Wagner, yes, Paul. If he was Frank Wagner, he'd be in the G League. That's true. It's so great being I know. European born. Yes, he he seems more dangerous as Franz Wagner. <laughs> Frank Wagner, he's getting you three and two. Yeah, he's yeah. not even getting off the bench. Right. I just think the coach feels a little bit more like, hey, you know what? Hey, Wagner, get in there. But hey Wagner, can hey, I get that towel? Hey Wagner. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Hey Wagner. Uh maybe go in there and foul somebody and then I'll I'll, I'll take take you out. Frank Wagner. Frank Wagner. <laughs> if it was Frank Kaminsky, he'd be averaging twenty eight and ten <laughs> with a C on the end. <laughs> Frank Kaminsky, he's still a good player. He's averaging like seventeen. But Frank Kaminsky would Frank. tear up the league. Yeah. Remember Nick Stauskas? Mm. Yeah, he had NIK. I could have sworn he was Latvian. I know. He should have been really good. Like then, then you get a little more respect, I think, in the uh, association. Like somebody comes in, and it's like, uh, who's this guy? Nick Stoskis with a K. Whoa. N-I-K? Yeah. And he's Canadian as well. Uh, Luke in Milwaukee. <laughs> Hi, Luke. Is this L-U-K or is it L-U-K-E? Uh, L-U-K-E, not, uh, not, not Luke Longley. Okay, all right, all right. What do you have for me, Luke? Uh, hey, just uh, on the Coach K topic, you know, look, I'm a Tar Heels fan, um, so I think that natural, you know, hatred um, was there. But, you know, I always at least respected the guy, but I think where it turned for me was 2000, I think it was 2005. I don't know if you remember, he did an American Express commercial. Yeah. That was not really him selling a credit card. It was basically him selling the Duke program and what he does with the kids. And, and that's where I think it turned sour on me. I'm like, that's a free, you know, paid recruiting ad. Uh, and it just kind of was that, hey, if a guy's this, you know, appears this squeaky clean, you know, uh, this kind of threw me off. And that was the point where I said, all right, there's a lot of things that go on, I think, and obviously D1 athletics. And, and um, I, I still respect the guy and what he did, but I think there was something that just came off as, as always a little, I don't know, um, All right. I, you know, I, I don't think I've ever heard where somebody goes, you know, I don't like that coach. That credit card commercial he did. Yeah. Seaton. We just got a just punishing nickname on Twitter for Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. It should be Anthony Data Davis. Ooh. Oh. Holy smokes. That is just, that's tough. Anthony Data Davis. That's too, that's almost too easy. How do we not see that? That is, man, J.C. is bringing heat. We're not going to get Anthony Davis on anytime soon, are we, Todd? That's going to be a tougher quest. You know, sometimes when we go all in on somebody, I can see Todd's face going, he'll shake his head like, I, I, we're not going to get that guy on. He came off the board, crossed yep. him off my notebook. Yeah, but you've been making fun of Coach K. Hey, now stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will come back one more year. I can't lose to Carolina. Yes, Paul. Like you know, we've had Anthony Davis on the show at least twice. We had him right when he got out of college, and we had him once, I think, when he's still a Pelican. He was fantastic. He was really funny. He told us some good Chicago stories. Mm. We had fun with the brow and all that stuff, and he was really good. Mm. But 
Been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a long while. Yeah, yeah. Trent in Virginia. Then we'll take a break. Got our play of the day coming up. Hi, Trent. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Great. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Yeah. So I have a best and worst of the weekend. I'm a, uh, I'm a diehard Virginia Cavaliers fan, so I've had to watch us lose to both Duke and Carolina for a while now. Mm. So my, my best of the weekend was watching Coach K go down, but then my worst was also that weird feeling I got rooting for Carolina. <laughs> All right, Trent. Uh, Virginia did win a national championship recently. More recent than Duke and North Carolina. Not feeling sorry for you. Let's take a break. Play of the day's up next. We'll uh, get to more phone calls as well. Update our poll results back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Left side, got it! Check this out. 30 seconds to play. 13 to shoot. Love dribbling. Gets a screen. Three, top of the key. Oh, he got it! Caleb Love gives North Carolina the four-point lead. Love finished with a game-high 28, leading the Tar Heels into the national title game. That's courtesy of Westwood One Radio. And brought to you by the great folks at Callaway. The new Rogue ST Fairway Woods are up to 10 yards longer their longest fairway woods ever. They come in three different models, Rogue ST Max, Callaway's most universal, the Max D. If you like to draw the ball, Max LS, the better players use this. Get yours at callawaygolf.com slash go rogue. What is this, another limerick today? Todd, do you have another limerick? I do not currently. Dan, that's actually, uh, that's me. Um, I actually, it's not going so well for Fritzy. I, oh. I, I like to be the haiku guy. Oh. And there's not a big call for sports haiku. Yeah, you, haiku. You hate limericks. Yes, I do. Um, but I think there's a call for. Who ha- called? Haikus. Okay. Which, this is for Mike Krzyzewski. <laughs> Sundown on Coach K. It's getting so late to Slap the floor. No more. The Coach K haiku. Oh, that's it? Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Was that a haiku or a low-ku? <laughs> no, that was a bai-ku. Bai-ku? <laughs> Good bai-ku. Wow. So yeah. do we, uh, there, there's one obvious question here in terms of Paul brought up the syllables needed. Yeah. Leitner or Leitner? Because it's, the second line is, it's getting so Leitner, which would be seven Ooh. Checking my, I think it's technically te- Leitner is technically. three syllables. I think as we speak, it's Leitner. Right, the Leitner. Or is it Leitner? Leitner. Leitner. Update the poll results, Seton. I would can. love to, Dan. Okay. Uh, what team do you love watching lose the most? Yes. Right now, you're Dallas Cowboys, 34% of the yeah. vote. Let's go. Uh, followed by the Yankees and Duke basically splitting the vote. And uh, the Lakers pretty far down there. But I wonder if you reversed it and said, which team do you enjoy rooting for more? Would Dallas also win that? You want to hour two that? We could, yeah, we could hour two it. We could hour two that, mother. Fritzy, oh, we're doing this again. He, do you want to, you want to do this? Yeah, I think I brought this up. You, you have brought it up numerous times to me. I think there should be some kind of a, 
you know, a few years down the road when the Astros feel like everyone stopped booing them and they're all, everyone's all upset, they sponsor it with Cheetos at Minute Maid Park, maybe 10th anniversary, 2027. If Cheetos still exists, everyone gets Cheetos, and it's Cheetos night at the ballpark at Minute Maid. And they all explain, they're all on the field of the 2017 World Series champions, and they each tell a story about how they cheated and just get it out there and apologize once and for all to the world. You, you should send these things to Paulie first, <laughs> just as a sounding board. Cheetos night. Yeah, no. Minute Maid. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Brad in North Carolina. Hi, Brad. What's on your mind today? Damn, actually, this is Mike from Durham. Um, Brad's too busy celebrating my retirement. But, <laughs> Hi, Mike. Uh, I Hi, Coach. Worst, <laughs> I have a worst of the weekend. Um, it's also almost the stat of the day. My first ever loss at Duke was to North Carolina. My last regular season loss was to North Carolina. And my final all-time loss was to North Carolina. So uh, the good news is the NCAA has assured me that they will be tagging those to Pete Gaudette. And then <laughs> I did have a comment for Fritzy. Fritzy, your mock headlines, they're unacceptable. No, no, be quiet. They're unacceptable. <laughs> That's good. Well done, Brad. Very subtle. Love it. They're unacceptable. No, 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 be quiet. I have to say this. I don't care how many days you've been sleeping in a tent outside to attend this game. We have to say Morgan in Maryland is back. Hi, Morgan. Hey, good morning, Dan. How are you? Oh, great. Yeah, wonderful. Excellent, excellent. Um, so I have a best and worst of the weekend. Okay. Um, best of the weekend, uh, the U.S. men's team pulling a pretty decent bracket for the World Cup. You know, it's not going to be easy, but it's not the group of death. So I'm excited that we're just going back come the fall. Worst of the weekend, I believe that my husband called on, Scott called on Friday, and I'd like to know what planet he's living on, if he thinks Trubisky is going to take the North. Yeah. Did he, forget that, did he forget that half of the Ravens were injured, that Watson hasn't yet been suspended, and Burrow and Chase who still have to play But Morgan, against. Morgan, like, how about you have a pie-to-the-face bet with your own husband? Uh, I, I would take that. I would take that in, in, I would take that 100% for sure. Okay, so he's got the Steelers winning the division. Yeah, I mean, am I being so biased because I just dislike the Steelers so much and I'm a Ravens fan, or are my points more valid than his? Um, I would I would like to have the rest of the division. If you gave me three teams, I'm going to take the uh -huh. odds of going against the Steelers, so I like your chances there, Morgan. I think pie to the face between you and your husband of who wins, who wins the division. And thanks for the phone call. Yes, Paulie. That's great. They tape it. They put it on the yes, show. Yes, I like that. It's content. Marital Discord is great I for I like that. Yes. <laughs> I like Marital Discord. Uh, Ryan in Queens. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind today? Morning, DP. Hi, Ryan. Uh, a few years back, I called and asked you about rivalries possibly playing in championship games or scenarios. And you said Notre Dame and USC would probably get the – most attention worldwide. Well, we came close on Saturday night with Duke, North Carolina in the Final yeah. Four. My question to you is, yeah. um, do you think Ohio State and Michigan, if they were ever to meet in football in a playoff scenario, whether it be 14 or 18, do you think that would be a bigger deal nationally than what we saw on Saturday? Uh, you have – North Carolina is a better team than uh, Michigan has been. They've been more competitive – um, you have to have a team that's competitive. 
So Michigan hasn't been competitive in football until this past year. And in, and if you get that, North Carolina has been great. You have a great storyline. Hubert Davis takes over. Coach K's last game. It's a little bit different there. But Michigan, let's see if they go on a run here and then if they would meet in a playoff game, then that would be huge because of what would be attached to it. Because not everybody buys into Michigan against Ohio State unless there's something that is attached to that. Hey, the winner goes to, gets to play in the national championship. The loser, you know, is out of the possibility of playing in the final four. Sean in Florida. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, Sean. 185. Yep. I had a best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my best was seeing Tiger practice round yesterday. He looks good out there at Augusta. Really And then the worst was uh, Coach K going out in the Final Four. I was really hoping to see him go out on top, kind of pull John Elway and win and go out on top there. So I had a quick question for you. Uh, if Tiger does come back and play and make the cut, how would you rank that as far as like greatest comebacks of all time? I'd be up there. I mean, Ben Hogan nearly died in a car accident, came back to win a couple of majors. Uh, you know, with what we thought had happened with Tiger with his leg, you know, Alex Smith is an incredible comeback. He had like 19 surgeries, I think, on that leg. That, and then he played in an NFL game and then won like five of six games. That's pretty amazing. But I love that Tiger says he's the first game-time decision, I think, in the history of golf. It's a tea-time decision. We'll talk about that coming up next hour.